Tandem Nomads, episode 125. Are you finding yourself worrying or being upset about a client rejection or even at people unsubscribing from your email list or your newsletter? Okay, this has to stop Nomad Nation. This is why and how you can turn this around. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Dereghi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. In this episode, I want to talk about something that I see a lot of my clients struggling with and also some of you who've been sharing with me your journey about rejection. And this is something that I know is one of the most difficult things to deal with when having a business and having clients not taking your offer up. So I want to invite you today to look at it in a very, very different way, but also to look at rejections in a strategic way that will actually help you grow your business. Before we go any further, I want to take a minute to thank you for tuning in and thank you for taking the time for spending this moment together. If you are a newcomer, welcome to Tandem Nomads World. I hope you will be part of us for a long time. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast show, make sure to press the button subscribe on your podcast app. So it is usually in uh, a button that you see right on your podcast app that either says subscribe or button plus or an arrow. But please make sure to press that button so that you can receive every new episode directly on your app. It will should just take you a few seconds while you're listening to this. Thank you so much again for tuning in. All right, New Med Nation, I need you here to be super honest with me. Raise your hand if you're in this case. Do you find yourself spending a lot of time going back and forth with clients that you know are not the right fit for you, but you still go back and forth and spend a lot of time with them negotiating because you really don't want to lose a client? Or when you read your, if you have a newsletter and you read your campaign reports or your statistics, I want you to tell me honestly, what is the first number you look at? Isn't it the number of unsubscriptions and who has unsubscribed from your newsletter? All right, tell me, tell me if it's true. I really want to hear it from your comment section of this episode. So you go to tandemnomads.com slash 125. So I guess when you're a small business and you really rely on each client to be able to make a living and keep your business sustainable, it is kind of normal that you really don't want to lose any opportunity to have revenue and have a client. So it makes complete sense. And the reason I'm also putting together client rejection within subscription is because I do find that it's a very, very similar behavior that we tend to have. But here is my biggest message to you. Focusing on rejection is the worst thing you can do. It is going to stop you from moving forward Is and it is going to stop your business from growing. So it's really, really important that you start facing this fear of rejection right away. And I'm hoping that what I'm going to share with you today will help you. And before I share with you my tips, what I want you to understand first is the consequences that focusing on the rejection can have on your business. 
The first thing is that it's a huge waste of time. The time that you spend with clients who don't want you and don't need you or are not a good fit is a wasted time that you could have spent with clients and other projects that are going to help you move your business forward. The second consequence is that you're going to waste a lot of energy and motivation and confidence by focusing on rejection. So it's so important that you stop doing it in order to have all the energy, the positivity and the mindset you need for those who are really ready for you. And finally, focusing on rejection is also a waste of money because the time you are not spending with a client that the, the, the time you're spending, sorry, with a client that does not need you is the time you're not spending with a client that does need you. So you are wasting your money by not reaching out to the real clients. So really important to understand that rejection has fear of rejection and trading rejection, focusing on it has actually an impact, a negative impact on your business. So if you listen to my previous episode, tandemnomads.com slash 123, the number 123, you might have learned that I've been doing door-to-door sales. One of my first jobs was to sell encyclopedias door-to-door and also became a manager and was training people to do so too. And I've been sharing with you my experience and learning lessons from that experience. I have left aside the topic of rejection for today, but if you're interested in learning about my five lessons that I've learned by selling encyclopedias door to door, you go to tandemnomads.com slash 123 and you might discover a bit of a surprise that I did not expect myself from this episode. So check it out if you want to know more. But today I'm just going to share with you three important tips about rejection. The first thing that I've learned from this experience selling door to door is that every single no is one step closer to a yes. So when I used to spend time with my clients at the beginning where I'm not yes experienced, I realized the more the more I spent time with people who were not willing to buy my encyclopedias, the less hours I had left in the day to go knock on more doors of potential clients. So the first, the faster a client gives you a no, the faster you will get a yes. And that's a mindset shift that you have to have. And you need to be thankful and ask for your clients to say no to you as fast as possible when they really know that they don't want what you have. It's so important. So keep that in mind. The faster you get to a no, the faster you will arrive to a yes. And if you have a rejection, then instead of focusing in on as a loss, the one thing you can do is to see what you can learn from it. So instead of spending time convincing clients to buy when you really have the feeling and you know deep inside they're not going to buy, spend more time listening to why they're not interested by this product instead of focusing on coming up with more arguments to sell to them. This is really important. So learn from the rejection instead of focusing on them and focus on the fact that every no is one step closer to a yes. My second tip to help you deal with rejection is to focus on controllables. I'm going to give you some practical examples here. For instance, when I was doing door-to-door sales, I had an objective of a number of sales I had to do in order to make this experience worth it. So instead of focusing on that big number of sales I had to achieve, to be honest, I can't remember the exact number, but I do remember that it had to be three sales a day. In order to have a successful experience, I had to have 
three sales a day. But now, instead of focusing all day long on having three sales, I knew that in order to have three sales, I needed to talk to 30 families. I needed to have 30 doors that opened and allowed me to sit down with them in order to sell my books. So the controllables were the number of doors I could knock on. So the more doors I knocked on, the more chances I had a family that will open the door, the more chances I would have a family that will allow me to sit down with them, which will allow me to have my sales. So the whole day, my only focus was the number of doors and conversations I had instead of focusing on the number of sales. And that shifted the whole energy of the day based on more things that I could control instead of things I could not control. You cannot control if a client will buy or not, but you can control all the things you need to do in order to get to a client that will buy. So focus on the controllables. This is um, a typical example for sales, but I mentioned, for example, your mailing list and the reject the fear of rejection of unsubscriptions. And this is the same for your content. So I want you to understand that in order to, instead of focusing on the number of people who unsubscribe, it's better that you focus on the consistency of your content. You know how much I talk about consistency. So if you have a newsletter, make sure that it's consistent. If you choose a frequency, for example, every two weeks or every week, every month maximum, more than a month, it does not become very effective. I can tell you from now, but have it, I would say, every week or every two weeks and stick to it. The consistency is important. And I've heard a lot of clients of mine saying, yes, but if I email them too often, they will unsubscribe. Well, if they do, then it means they're not the right clients. If you only show up once in a while when you have something to sell, then it's not going to work. So make sure to have a consistent newsletter and consistent content that you share every single week and don't think about unsubscription. This is a complete wrong idea that people have that the more I share my newsletter, the more people will unsubscribe. Obviously, if you bug them every day, there is a big chance that they will unsubscribe. You don't want to spam your clients. You don't want to spam your readers. You want to give them value. And that's what matters is the value. So make sure that you are giving valuable content and focus on the consistency. That's really important. And in terms of consistency and giving value, if people still unsubscribe, you just need to remember that first rule we said that for every no is a closer to yes. If people unsubscribe, it means they're not interested. And if they're not interested, why would you want them to stay in your mailing list? That's so important. So Focus on the controllables. In this case, I gave you the example of the number of people you reach instead of the number of people you try to sell to. That's the number of prospects, basically. So in your case, instead of knocking at doors, it would maybe mean how many people you connect with every single week or every single month, how many events you network at, and how many people you're reaching out to. That's, for example, something you can focus on, the number of net networking events you go to. Uh, or the frequency of your, of how many times you go to networking events. You don't want to go to too many networking events, but pick a couple of them and again, be consistent with it. Show up to those events on a regular basis. And that's the same with your content and your newsletter. Be consistent with it and don't take consistency as an excuse or a fear to lose subscribers. This is such a wrong idea. And 
To go back to the second point here about controllables, my last advice about this is that instead of focusing on how many people are unsubscribing, focus on how many people are subscribing. So make sure that you're putting the efforts on a regular basis to grow your mailing list. So by, I mean, growing your mailing list means getting new subscribers instead of focusing on those who have left. Very, very important. So um, there's so many ways I share with you in the podcast how to grow your mailing list, but one of them is in episode 95. So you go to tandemnomads.com slash 95, and there I share with you how you can grow your mailing list. And by the way, when I'm talking about growing your mailing list, I also want to make sure that you don't consider this a list of just random contacts and emails. I want to make sure that you are realizing that each person that signs up is a person and each person that signs up is an opportunity to connect with this person. So don't fear to reach out to the people, learn about their needs. Instead of just selling to them, reach out to connect with them. So grow your mailing list means also growing a number of real life connections and relationships. And I talk about it in the previous episode too. So I hope you heard it and I talked about it in, at length. So make sure that you don't see your mailing list just a, just an Excel sheet of, of numbers and emails. Consider every single contact as a real person and an opportunity to connect in a deeper level. And I spoke about this quite a bit in the previous marketing episode, uh, the tandemnomads.com slash 123. I go into details with this topic as you can, you will be able to see. Number three, tip number three is that instead of focusing on rejection, focus on conversion. And that's another thing that I want to share, first of all, with, for example, your mailing list. Let's imagine that you have people unsubscribing. Realize that when people unsubscribe from your mailing list, it actually is increasing your number of conversion. If your mailing list is full of people who are not interested in what you do, then your conversion rate to convert them into clients is going to be lower. So the that what matters is not how many people you have in your mailing list, but what matters is how many conversions you have. And that you want to focus on for sure. And that is the number you need to really keep an eye on, not the number of unsubscriptions, but the number of conversions. So really look at that and see what you can do to improve them. And in order to improve your conversions, you can also reach out to people to understand why it's not converting. Again, it's all about understanding your clients and their needs. So keeping unqualified prospects in your contacts and will reduce your conversion. And going back to the initial point that I was mentioning, when you spend time with clients that don't need what you have and you still keep trying to convince them or, or follow up with them many times, although they they're not interested or they keep asking you questions or keep asking you changes. Don't waste your time with these people. What you want is to have a high conversion rate, which also includes the time you spend with these people. So that's the number you really want to focus on. All right, Nomad Nation. So here is the quick summary of the three tips in order that will help you deal with rejection. The first thing is that you need to realize that the faster you get to a no, the faster you will get to a yes. So don't waste your time with clients that are not qualified for what you have. Number two, focus on the controllables instead of the things you can't control. And three, 
focus on the conversions instead of the rejections. So this is really important. I hope this was helpful for you, Nomad Nation. And from now on, you will look at client rejections and unsubscriptions in a whole new way. And if it was helpful, I would so much appreciate if you could leave your review on the podcast app that you use to listen to this episode. It will mean so much to me. And also, please make sure that you leave your first name at least so I can maybe at some point recognize you and be able to thank you. That will be really great so that I can know who is leaving this review. And if you want to have a quick access to all the resources I mentioned in this episode, go to tandemnomads.com slash 125 and I will put all the links of all the other episodes that I mentioned that can help you complement this episode. All right, Nomad Nation, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.